I'm pretending I'm a world champion. I just happen to be married to a world champion and I'm his wife, isn't that awesome? One of the things that I love about fighting and I wanna share with you honestly, and I hate saying that because just as a quick communication tip, if you ever say to somebody to be honest with you or honestly or anything to do with that word, uh, it's everything that came before that, uh, there's a, a subconscious suggestion that you're not being honest. So if you say to somebody, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, it sounds like everything you said before that you weren't being honest. That's just a side note. I am asking about honesty, though, for a very specific reason, because one of the things that I love about fighting, about boxing, is it's honest. <laughs> when two people go into a ring, go into a match and fight, there's no delusion. <laughs> you can't pretend to be good at fighting. You can't pretend that you've done the right amount of training to win a world championship. You can't be dishonest with yourself about how good you are because fighting will tell you very quickly the truth. And I wonder what happened to the truth. We live in a world where it doesn't matter which way you slice it, there's always two sides. So what does the truth actually mean? But is it possible that we are dishonest with ourselves? And I use that uh, very respectfully uh, and without any judgment. But how often do we say to ourselves, I'm going to do something and we don't do it? Which means we're being dishonest because we said we're going to do it and we didn't do it. Uh, how often have you told somebody else that you're going to do something? Whether it's run a marathon, compete in a championship, uh, finish a, an education or start an education, open a business, lose weight, get into shape. We, we say a lot of things to people and then don't do it. And is that being dishonest? I like this expression, tell the truth in advance to yourself. So even if you've never done it before, you say to yourself, I've done it and there's nothing going to stop me. One of my favorite expressions, of course, is I'm going to climb this mountain. You'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side. I'm not coming back. I'll do it or die. And as I always share, I think if you've got that kind of attitude, the rest of the world gets out of your way. But if you've got a never give up attitude, I will do it regardless attitude, is it possible that you'll actually get it done? But the beautiful thing about fighting, about two people going into the ring onto the mat, is that it's very honest. In a team situation, uh, you can hide. So if there's 10 people on a team, five people on a team, 13 people on a team, you could have a bad day and the team might still win. It's one of the reasons I don't like doing team sports. If I do really well, I want to take responsibility for that and be proud of myself because I've put in the training, put in the hard work and I've done exceptionally well. But if I haven't done well, I've screwed up or I haven't put in 100% effort and the team still wins, I hate that. It makes me feel sick. Now, that's just a personal thing. But to me, that means I'm dishonest because I told my team that I was going to put in 100% effort and I didn't. We still won. And to me, that's dishonest because everybody on the team should put in 100% effort. That's just, I'm just sharing with you an opinion on what honesty versus dishonesty is. I'd love to hear yours. And I'm asking you very personally, is it possible that one of the reasons why we're not successful, that we don't achieve the things that we want to achieve, that we start something and stop, is that we are dishonest with ourselves at the start. Uh, we might say it with motivation, we might say it with, rah, rah, I can't wait to do this, I'm going to do it. But if we were honest, we would look at ourselves in the mirror and say, do it or die, or don't start. Because every time you start something and don't finish it, what happens to the way you feel about yourself? What happens to your self-esteem? What happens to your self-confidence? 
Uh, one of the other things I love about fighting and why it's so honest is if you lose, you know why you lose. You, you can't be dishonest with yourself and say, well, it wasn't my fault. When there's two people, one against each other, one wins, one loses, then you can actually look at that and say, well, this is why I lost. And you can be honest with yourself, truthful with yourself about why you lost. Now, interesting in fighting, because it's a subjective sport and it's got judges, there are lots of fighters, lots of people who compete in UFC, martial arts, boxing, who if they lose, they say, I didn't lose. Uh, it was the judge was wrong or, or I was robbed. Now, that's an interesting thing to consider because that can't be changed. It's very, very rare, and there's been a few cases since I've been alive where a fight's happened, there's been a boxing match or a UFC match, and they've, they've called the winner, and then later on down the track, they've changed their mind. But it's very rare. One of the beautiful things about this subjective sport of boxing, martial arts, fighting is you also have to accept that there might be dishonest judges. There might be uh, a time when you were robbed, which you could say is dishonest. But doesn't that make you tougher and stronger? And one of the things that often is shared at our house, because obviously K-Man's not just a world champion, and I'll just brag a little, at this stage in history, 23 gold medals uh, and heading towards 40 very, very quickly, uh, and because he's competing a lot in the next... 12 months, and I'm sharing that with you because he's very honest about winning or losing. So he never complains when he loses. What he shares with himself and with his students, with his athletes, with his fighters, is you either go into that fight so good that they cannot, they can't judge any other way except that you won. And one of the interesting things about boxing or UFC, for example, is that there is another way to win. You win by knockout then nobody can dispute that you are the winner because you knocked the other person out. And there's a lot of argument about whether that's good or bad. But could we agree that that's honest? You can't hide anymore now. And this is, what, again, what I love about fighting. Two people go in, one person comes out the winner. There's no hiding behind the rest of the team, hiding behind the coach, hiding behind excuses. You either win or you lose. And I like to apply that to life. Uh, this is what I want to achieve. As I always shared, I think the three most ridiculous statements in the English language are, I could have, I should have, I would have. We either did or we didn't. <laughs> we achieved it or we didn't. There's no would have, could have, should have. And that's one of the things that I often hear sports people say, except in boxing and UFC uh, and martial arts, is I could have, should have, would have won. Well, you, you either did or you didn't. You, you lost or you won. And in life, what if we were more honest with ourselves? If I do the training, if I get puffed, if I lift heavy, I will get fit. I will get strong. That's just the honest part of that. Another interesting thing that I have to deal with every day, and I deal with a lot of dishonesty. In the exercise profession, there are a lot of people who call themselves qualified exercise professionals, qualified personal trainers, qualified fitness instructors, and they're not even qualified. So that, that at the start, of course, is being dishonest. But the beautiful thing about that is, and I don't care that people lie, because life will catch up on them. 
There'll be a time, doesn't matter how many people you've told that you are a qualified exercise professional, someone's going to find out. But that's not the challenging part. The challenging part is that you would have to live with that, yeah? If you're telling people that you're qualified, or the reverse of that is you're just not telling them that you're not, and there's a lot of people that I know that are doing that. They've got lots of clients, or they're they're teaching classes, or they're they're training people, and they just haven't told them that they're not qualified, because most people would assume, and be careful with assumption, but most people would assume that if you're going to a gym, or you're going to a personal trainer, or you're going to a boot camp, that the person who's instructing that class is qualified. Well, that's not always the case. But the beautiful thing about that, as I've shared, is that life will catch up on you. And I don't even think it's karma, and I I understand what that word means. But I'll tell you a quick story about karma. We used to have uh, five in Australia and two in New Zealand face-to-face colleges. And as I always share, we don't do that anymore because I think it's a silly way to study, go to a place you don't want to go to with a bunch of people who don't have the same goals as you do, a time that doesn't suit you, and people have not the same questions that that you want answered. That's why we don't have classrooms anymore. But when we did, one of the fun things that I did every week was I did the grocery shopping. And one part of the grocery shopping was the toilet paper. And at one stage we had, and it happens all the time, it happens everywhere, but at one stage we had somebody obviously in in our classes was stealing toilet paper. And I find that, you know, why, why do you steal toilet paper? And somebody made comment that that person will live their karma, that something will happen in the future that uh, might pay them back for stealing toilet paper. But K-Man said beautifully, I think they're already living their karma. If you're in a position where you have to steal toilet paper, because I'm the kind of person, if you came to me and said, Rowie, I can't afford toilet paper, I would give it to you, of course. But if you're in a position where you're stealing toilet paper, you're probably already living your karma. Your life is really not going in the right direction. And I share that as an example because if you're being dishonest in any area of your life, so if you're telling people that you're qualified and you're not, you have to live with that every night. You have to go to sleep knowing that people think you're qualified but you're not. I'll just use that as an example. Uh, I have a lot of people who come through our program who do just enough to get by. So they don't really study their anatomy and physiology. They don't really know how to get somebody fit and strong. They do just enough to get through the evaluation, through the assessment. Now, that's not what we have here, but that's how they treat it. They treat it as, if I do this much, I'll pass the assessment and I'll get the piece of paper, which is, I don't know whether you look at that as dishonest or not, but here's where it becomes very honest. It's when you have a client who's got cancer or MS or hormonal challenges or a broken leg or they're an elite athlete or they're a physiotherapist or they're an endocrinologist and they start asking you questions or they trust that you know the answers to the questions that you should know the answers to, you now have to be honest with yourself and say, I didn't study what I was supposed to study. I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn. And I share that with you openly because that, that position was something that I had to come to in my life. I came to a very interesting crossroad and I share this story often. One of my clients came in to train with me. I was charging her a lot of money. Or I would like to reverse, she was investing money in me, but I can't say that because she limped in to see me to train with me and she trusted that I knew my anatomy and physiology and she trusted that I could help her achieve her goals. And I probably, probably believed that I could help her. But she shared with me that she had an inflamed gracilius. And I presumed that her gracilius was in her leg because she was limping, but I didn't know what a gracilius was. 
And I had to go, I trained her, but I had to go and I went into the bathroom straight after the training session. I looked myself in the eye and I was so embarrassed. I was now being honest with myself, saying, Rowie, you have to stop this. You have to stop pretending, stop being dishonest with yourself that you know your anatomy and physiology and you actually know how to train people properly. And there's no defence for that, except that no exception. But I was listening to other people. I was doing exercises that other people did. I was becoming, or I had become, the expert in other people's opinions. But I didn't know if those opinions were the truth. I didn't know that what those people were teaching and preaching was true. I was just following along like a sheeple. And I think that's dishonest. Now, you don't have to agree with me, but for me, my personal integrity said, Rowie, you don't know your anatomy and physiology. You're being dishonest. Uh, This has become a fairly powerful driving force for me. And again, this is from my heart to yours. And again, I'll share with you why I love boxing and fighting because it's so honest. You either win or you lose. If you don't know your anatomy and physiology, if you're training people and you you, uh, are writing programs for people that may or may not work, that may or may not injure them straight away, there's no proof straight away that what you're doing is dishonest. Uh, And again, I'll share with you, that's why I love fighting. You either lose or get knocked out or you win and you stay standing. But if you're delivering programs that could be dodgy in the future, that could injure somebody in the future, that could waste people's time, but they're trusting you and you don't know your anatomy and physiology, uh, how do you live like that? And I, did, I couldn't. I had to stop. I looked myself in the eye and said, Rowie, this has got to stop. And anatomy and physiology and how the human body works became a driving force for me which is why when I look at stupid exercises, waste of time exercises, exercises where you're lying on the floor, exercises in the kneeling position, exercises in the seated position, none of which are functional for the human body to exert force, I feel sad for the people that are investing money, and I'm going to say say it harsh, they're wasting money on somebody who's being dishonest. Because if an exercise professional is honest, They will learn their anatomy and physiology and the programs that they write and the exercises that they share with their clients and their athletes will be safe, they'll be fast and they'll be effective. So I'll share again the thing, and this is something that came in and I talk about all the time. He loves teaching fighting because when you teach somebody how to fight, you can prove straight straight away what method works. If you kick like this or punch like this, it will work. If you kick like this or punch like that, it won't work. But if you tell somebody that if they do sit-ups, it's going to burn fat off their tummy, you can't prove straight away that that's not true because when they do sit-ups, they're feeling this burning sensation in their abdominal area, so they think it's exploding fat cells, so they think it's going to work. But three months down the track, six months down the track, and they haven't got ripped abdominals from doing sit-ups, then now they start to question. And you have to be able to justify, and that's where it becomes awkward and uncomfortable. So let's be honest about that. And that's the the statement that I hate. I hate it when people say it to me. I hate I would never say it. But I'm making this as a statement, or I'll rephrase. What if we were honest with ourselves, with our clients, with the people that we care about? One of the beautiful things that I love, and I've never heard a politician say this, but I love it when people say this, and I wish more politicians said this, and I certainly want more exercise professionals to say this, but I'm using politicians as an example because I just used it today. Uh, If somebody asks a politician a question, they're very good at not answering the question. I think when they go to politician school, they teach them, if somebody asks you a question, don't answer the question. Uh, 
Wouldn't it be nice to hear one time, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to research it and find out. Wouldn't it be lovely to, to hear that honesty come out of a human being? I've been saying that for a very long time now, since the day I looked in the mirror and said, Rowie, this has got to stop. When somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer, that is exactly my response. I don't know the answer to that. I haven't studied that. I haven't researched that. I don't know. But because I care about you, I'm going to go and research that, study that now, find out the answer. Let's research it together. Let's brainstorm it together and find out the answer. But I'm not going to be dishonest and tell you that I do know the answer or be dishonest and make up some rubbish that isn't true to make myself sound good or feel good. Because at the end of the day, literally, when you look in the mirror and you made up some rubbish, you have to live with the fact that you didn't know your anatomy and physiology. You didn't know the answer to that question. So I'm going to wrap all of that up because this is the reason I've done every, every Romax I ever do, there's always a driving force behind it. There's always an inspiration because of it. And today in particular has been a very sad day for me. Because as an educator, when you deliver information to people about how to think for themselves rather than follow the crowd, today I've watched a lot of my own Max students, Max graduates, delivering crowd information without thinking about why am I doing this exercise, how does it work, can I justify it, is it safe, is it effective, will it waste people's time or will it be fast and quick and I've had, I've had to watch uh, it. Social media has become an interesting part of my life because people send me what they post on social media and I have to look at it. And today's been really sad because I've seen some people and there's two parts to that. One is that there are some people who are passing themselves up, off as qualified exercise professionals and they're not and other people who are delivering waste of time, silly exercises that will eventually, if not straight away, injure somebody. And I'll ask this question again because this is a very straightforward, honest question. How? And I'm asking you to be honest with yourself. How would you feel if you gave somebody an exercise and you hurt their back, hurt their knee, hurt their shoulder? So they came to you for the first time or in one of your classes or in one of your training sessions, they got injured. How would that make you feel? But how would you feel if the reason that they got an, got injured was because it was your fault? Because you gave them an exercise that put shearing forces, rotational forces, momentum through their joint and they hurt their back, hurt their shoulder, hurt their knee. Uh, I can share with you that it's a horrible feeling because I've done it to people because I didn't know my anatomy, I didn't know my physiology, I just listened to what the crowd was doing and I watched what the crowd was doing and I became the expert in somebody else's opinion. And I'm asking you, please don't do that. Let's be honest with ourselves. If we don't know how to write a safe, effective, fast exercise program, could it be a really good idea to learn? And be like me. I don't, I'm studying every day and I'm an old lady and I still don't know anything. If I were to rate my knowledge of anatomy and physiology, it would be minus. But I'm sharing that with you because I think it's really important that I'm honest with myself. I want to keep learning. It's the reason I've got blonde hair because I want to keep learning. And when you've got blonde hair, people treat you a little bit less than intelligent and they want to teach you. I want to be open to learning and blonde hair gives me a great opportunity to be open to learning. So from my heart to yours, to live your life to the max and if you're an exercise professional to help other people live their life to the max, let's be honest, let's be like fighters going onto the, onto the mat or into a ring. If you are honest with yourself, you would say, I am ready for this fight, I've done the training, I've done the, the, the hard work, I'm now ready to fight. And if you haven't, the fight will soon be very honest with you. 
Hope you can sing like I do every day. Super duper do, how are you? I'm sure you are amazing because you're being honest with yourself. Woohoo!